everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. Here I am, your host, Irliana Samsara. This, I cannot believe it's episode 93. Oh my God, I'm almost at 100 episodes. So I'm so excited because as promised, we brought back our fabulous astrologer from Serbia. My, is my I call her the honorary American, <laughs> Smijana Gavrancic. Hello, Smijana, how are you? Hello, thank you, I'm fine. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm so excited because, um, you know, I, I know today I promised that we talk about the royal family, um, you know, a little bit about Harry and Meghan coming out of that big interview, but also there's the, the royal family at large, Queen Elizabeth, Prince Philip, uh, William, you know, a lot of changes ahead as we've been talking about. And um, I, I just want to say to the um, to everybody out there, you know, why, why am I talking about the royal family? You know, what does this have to do with, with all of us? Well, you know, for me personally, because the British um, monarchy is, well, that and the Vatican are, have been around the longest, you know, right? the, the British monarchy is, it started in 1066. So that's over a thousand years old, right? It's a Capricorn country, it's heavy. And I think that with all the outrageous outer planet transits that happened last year, like Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto conjunction and Capricorn, obviously doing a number on, you know, the monarchy and old institutions. And um, now this year with the Saturn Uranus square, I think that, um, you know, to me, what that represents is that that whatever happens to that the royal family is it's a bellwether of consciousness of the uh, we could say that it represents the old order of things. And then what happens when that gets challenged? Well, we, we know a lot has been challenging for them, certainly last year and the year before with Prince Andrew and the pedophilia investigations, which, you know, is still ongoing. You know, Ghislaine Maxwell has yet to stand trial. That's going to be in July. Um, and then, um, and now, you know, last year and this year, of course, with Harry Meghan, and, but there's more coming, you know, as I said in January, when I did my year ahead forecast that we're going to see the royal family back in the news. This was before the Oprah interview was announced. So there's a lot there. And it's, it, we can look at that and say, wow, you know, what, what structures in our lives are being, um, you know, are be, we're being forced to deal with the things that we've been hanging on to and what, where can we allow change and where is change healthy and uh, what things need to shift and what challenges might come up for us. So I just see that as a, as a symbol. Um, but anyway, so just to give you a little, if you've not met Smyrna, um, she is uh, just a little bit of, um, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, ah, I can't, I can't see uh, uh, my introduction. Yes, uh, for that. So uh, let me pull that up. And so um, because it is um, quite wonderful and she has worked very, very hard um, with a lot of very grateful to you for all that you've pulled together for this podcast. So she's from Serbia. Um, Smyrna studied international law and the law of international organizations at the Faculty of Law of the University of Belgrade. Uh, she interrupted her studies in her last year, so she almost became a lawyer, but fate, uh, fate stepped in and then she switched and became an astrologer. So she dedicated her life exclusively from for the last 15 years to astrology. She obtained her um, astrological education at the Institute for Astrological Research and Education, Johannes Kepler in Belgrade, where she graduated, oh my goodness, 11 years ago. She defended her thesis in mundane astrology. So that's what we're talking about today, the astrology of nations and 
I've always found it fascinating. Uh, she obtained the status of a graduated astrologer researcher, then an astrologer consultant, and then an international certified professional astrologer, ESAR, CAP. So that's like getting your, your CPA to, you know, in, uh, in accounting, you know, this would be like the astrological equivalent of a CPA in my opinion. Um, during the academic year 2010-2011, within the postgraduate level, she also studied hermetic astrology. So she's very conversant in hermetic astrology, mundane astrology, archetypal astrology, degree astrology, the astrology of relations, and karmic astrology. So uh, she also founded the I Am Infinity Astrological Magazine, uh, some of the issues of which are included in the Alexandria IBASE project. So very, very cool. She's a member of the Astrological Association of Great Britain. Um, you can find the articles from the I Am Infinity magazine. It's been featured in astro.com section, Understanding Astrology, uh, along with the Astrological Journal and the Mountain Astrologer, of course, very, very prestigious, good, great publications. Um, she uh, was one of the very few, you know, as if you've seen her before, you know, she was one of the very few astrologers who predicted Trump's victory in 2016 and his defeat in 2020. And she also uh, predicted um, Biden and Harris not only winning, but the victory for Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff. Those were the senators that had that very pivotal uh, Senate runoff in January. And she correctly nailed that one too. Now we are taking on the royal family and um, we've got some pretty, it's, it's definitely an interesting year. Wouldn't you say this year, Smyrna, there will be a very interesting and challenging year for probably everybody in that family. But, crazy dysfunctional family. We did Uranus and Saturn squares, of course. Yeah, Uranus, Saturn square. Yes, uh, people who, who follow my work probably uh, already uh, have read my articles on, on royals, which I, which I wrote in the moment when, when Meghan came up in the air and when wedding was. Uh, I did first uh, my article on uh, with using charts of wedding of that moment of Harry and Meghan because it's a very important moment. From that moment, we can see uh, where that marriage is going to go, uh, what is the main message in the air from the universe of, of uh, them as couple. Are they going to make some changes within royals or not? And it was very interesting. I was wondering uh, if they have astrologer, that astrologer is very bad. <laughs> yeah, fire them, that astrologer, right? <laughs> giving them giving them that, that day, but uh, probably they don't have astrologer. I'm sure they don't have. Uh, because the sun, uh, the main light was uh, placed at Algol. Moreover, much more close with uh, the uh, nebula stars, um, Pleiades, which is, uh, which, which are speaking about weeping sisters. You know, it's not right. very pleasant place within the zodiac to have the something at the very end of uh, the sign of Taurus. You know, which. which we Can you also explain um, Algol being what, what that is as a fixed star for people who don't, maybe they may not know what Algol is? Of course, of course. Uh, by the way, Algol fixed star is placed at 26 degrees of Taurus, 26, 27 degrees. And all from royal families, uh, all, the, all important people are having something at Algol, even uh, 
Princess Diana had their had their Venus. Venus, Princess, yeah. yes. Prince William has That's also there his Venus. Uh, Queen Elizabeth took his uh, her crown crown in the moment when her progressed son came at Algol. Wow, Algol, Algol, is, Algol is a star, very malefic fixed star, which nature is Saturn and Pluto, and it always speaks about that someone in our genetics did some murder uh, and did some injustice, which means that what is justice for me, it's not justice for you. What is justice for one side is never justice for other side. And now we are having all this with Megan and Harry after that interview uh, in Oprah show that uh, she has her point of view of justice and the, the royals have uh, theirs. Which sure. is totally, for me, understandable from the point of view of astrology because it's all about algal. Algal means also that some head is going to be cut off, not literally, but sometimes literally also. We can um, we were a witness uh, how Princess Diana lost her life. It's also about algal. Algal knows to, to lose uh, life very often. But it also means that uh, they will lose their title, which is happening right now and which already happened. They lost the title of uh, princess and prince, right? Uh, leaving, choosing to leave, to leave royals. So, mm. Oh, you saw that too with Prince Edward VIII and Mala Simpson, that they had a prominent Algol in their marriage uh, yes, chart? Or? Uh, yes, uh, when they, when they uh, got married uh, just uh, two weeks before that, uh, there, there was a clip around Algo. Uh, it was in wow. 1937, and the same eclipse is going to to happen again this year in November, which is very interesting time, isn't it? Mm. Someone has to go in order someone new comes. So uh, that that was for me very interesting. The prince that uh, Queen Elizabeth became queen in the moment when her progressed son came at Algo. <laughs> it was <laughs> interesting. Isn't it interesting? And what else regarding wed wedding chart of Harry and Meghan? Uh, Venus is not mm, as essential symbol of love and wedding. Right, was, was, very, was very bad, had very bad placement at the very end of Gemini at 29 degrees of Gemini. Gemini is mutable sign. It's not good for marriage. It brings some kind of parallel things into marriage. It brings ending because of 29 degrees. 29, the final degree, right? Yes, uh, but it, uh, from the other point of view, we already could suspect that maybe they're going to leave monastery with these 29 degrees of, of Gemini. You know, something is going to change one year after, because after one year progressed Venus from this wedding chart came at zero cancer. First, they got a kid because cancer is sign of family, right? Motherhood, right? Yes. So something is going to change. That's that's why uh, this chart generally is not is not very promising for two people who are stepping into marriage. Moreover, MC of that chart was at 14 degrees of Taurus, where where uh, this year Uranus is going to turn right. retrograde in right. August. Right. And if, and believe it or not, but uh, their son Archie got his natal son at. 14 degrees of Taurus. So that crazy? Uranus is going to retrograde right on Archie's sun. So that's pretty shocking and a real big upset. 
right on uh, over his son, Archie's son, and Archie's rising degree. He has son and, and rising degree uh, almost at the same degree, same. 14, 14, 15 Taurus, which also speaks that through Archie's uh, horoscope, we can see that Harry will be under stress, under big change, under big, big some kind of libertation. We are going to see what is what is going to happen uh, with with uh, his father through Archie's chart. Because at the same time, um, Harry, Prince Harry, has uh, in his chart very, very important moment soon, already in May, uh, just before that eclipse. Let me find his chart, because I have here for everyone I prepared. Yeah, those eclipses are coming. That's only two months away. Oh my God, we're on to the next eclipse cycle. So for those of you who are not familiar with it, uh, she's looking for that just to, you know, eclipses always indicate um, endings and beginnings, major endings, major beginnings. That's the general yeah. purpose of an eclipse. They, one chapter of our life closes and another begins. And there's no going back. It's just, it's a very big, you know, break from the past. So, um, yeah. So my first conclusion, when I saw that chart for wedding, then I started to compare them with uh, late Edward H. King, who abdicated yeah. because of love, mm -hmm. because of American, again, American, divorced woman, uh, even she, she had even uh, two men. Brunette, yeah, and divorced and older. And Isn't that amazing? Older, and moreover, I, I, I have read that uh, she was at the same time in that marriage, her second marriage and dating with Edward. Edward. So she didn't even di get divorced when they started to, to see each other. Yeah. yeah. So it was really, it was really shocking for them, and that's why uh, Queen Elizabeth, thanks to that love story, she became queen because right. he he abdicated, and then his brother George six, had to take over. Which, yeah. which was the uh, Queen's Elizabeth's father took over the throne. Right. So that's why, uh, you know, it's not, you can't predict how, how it is going to be, you know, and that's why they, they I suppose they, they have a lot of kids within family, you know, because maybe it could happen, some, someone would be skipped off and, you know, something is going to, to happen. So mm -hmm. I, I uh, found the great, the great uh, link between Prince Harry's star and draconic chart of uh, Edward and that versus uh, Edward, Edward uh, Natal and Prince Harry's draconic. Also, I took a look on Meghan's draconic chart. What I found there, I found there that uh, 11 degrees of fixed signs are emphasized. Right. Uh, and uh, fixed signs are Aquarius, Taurus, Leo, and Scorpio. Scorpio. And within that grand C, C cross, great cross we have at the same time over 11 degrees of scorpio and 11 degrees of taurus it is uranus axis of exaltation and fall oh. and that's why and that's why uranus exalts at 11 degrees of scorpio and falls at 11 degrees of taurus and that's why uh, if something is going over that fixed cross 11 degrees it means that there will be a boom fresh storm something uranium uh, you mm -hmm. know? and uh, it's interesting that can i just say something i never i have never met an astrologer i mean actually guys just so you know that's 
that's how I met Smyrna because I read that article of hers two years ago. It was in astro.com, oh, Mountain Astrology. I and I was like, oh my God, like this is amazing that you could figure out a degree just like she did with 22 degrees um, in the uh, charts of American presidents, how that would indicate a presidential victory. Well, to find this degree at 11 degrees, that, that's just brilliant. I, I'm, but anyway, go ahead. I just wanted to say that. Thank you, thank you for. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote to you and I'm like, this is amazing. Yes, I remember, <laughs> yeah, I like, remember. I, you, wrote, you found me through Twitter, I remember. Yeah. And it was that article in that moment, you know, they, they just got married and I already wrote all this, how it's going to be a mess. And some people told me, oh my God, how you can do that to them? I'm not doing that to them. I'm just, yeah, you're just I'm being just, honest. History is repeating, why? Because uh, Prince Harry has his, his, uh, by the way, he's Capricorn rising, which means the Saturn is his ruler. And that right. Saturn, and that Saturn is at 12 degrees of Scorpio, almost 11, around yeah. 11. Which means, which means that Uranus is going to hit him in May, in May, June with, with opposition, which also brings him, you know, change, deep change, limitation. He's, go, he's going to get rid of something. He will want much more maybe freedom space for himself. But uh, what, what is, uh, why is this degree very important, 11 degrees of Scorpio? Because Edward King was zero degree uh, Aquarius rising, where was Jupiter Saturn? Right. Great, great conjunction last great year. conjunction in December. Means, yes, which means that even he's not alive anymore, his spirit is very present and uh, that whole very legacy. Important. Yes, his legacy, exactly. And uh, his natal Uranus, the ruler of that zero Aquarius degree, believe it or not, is at 11 degrees of Scorpio. That's wild. So King, uh, King Edward VIII uh, had Uranus at 11 degrees of Scorpio. And usually when in transit it's happening that you have transit Uranus opposite natal Uranus, you are making such a big, big change into your life. When he got first Uranus opposite his natal Uranus, do you know what happened? He abdicated. Right, abdication. Yes, abdication. He abdicated because of love. Yes, and he chose love. So that's why usually people with Uranus opposite Uranus through transit are getting divorced or um, or get married for some someone who is unusual right. or for Biden for breaking the mold. Yes, breaking mm -hmm. some rules, going uh, over limits of of uh, Saturn, right. going beyond Saturn. And uh, that's yes. why when I saw that, you know, and then I uh, thought immediately, oh, my God, Uranus is going to be again at the same point uh, in May 2021. And then I opened charts of UK and I saw there is Mars in eighth house at the same degree. Oh. Mars, Mars in eighth house could speak about, uh, about the financial funds of UK generally. It also could speak about uh, diplomacy because Mars is ruler of their seventh house, you know. Oh God, yeah. But uh, what? Why here, Prince Meg, Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle? Because I found her draconic Venus at the same degree, at eleven degrees of Taurus. Wow. 
which, which means that she's very involved with this story about King uh, Edward and uh, Wolf Simpson. At the same time, Prince Harry has his draconic, uh, draconic uh, Saturn at the same degree. And mm -hmm. his Saturn is his natal ruler of first house. So they're all intertwined around that degrees. And that's why I said spring 2021, which already we can say started, uh, will bring some storm. They will do something similar what did Edward and um, uh, Wallace. Wallace. Yeah. But yes, Wallace Simpson, and you see, even King uh, King Edward had Venus around Algol at 23 degrees uh, mm -hmm. of Taurus. So they, they very very involved Algol. Uh -huh. And uh, uh, then I uh, did solar return chart for the for uh, for wedding chart of Harry and Meghan, and solar return chart for this year, which is happening on 19 of May. It's having MC at zero Aquarius, where is rising degree of King Edward VIII, which wow. is amazing sign is again. again. Amazing sign that uh, within this year they are going to do much more progress in their libertation. So probably they are going to do much more in the air with all this what we saw recently in in Oprah's interview. Uh, if I am uh, if I am uh, observing Meghan's chart. Uh, I was wondering how he came uh, into royal, why. So it's very simple. Her postnatal eclipse, so the first eclipse after she was born, was at 19 degrees of Cancer, where UK has the moon. Oh, my goodness. And the moon in 10th house, in UK chart, it's definitely Queen Elizabeth. As Prestigious, the, right. Yeah, as the main uh, female figure in the country. Right. So that's why she came. So she came here to learn something from Elizabeth. Why? Because Queen Elizabeth put her south node at Meghan's rising degree, 24 degrees of Cancer. And when you see someone is putting his or her south node on your, right, on your rising degree, it's not easy. It's very scary because from south <clears throat> node, from south node, we are learning our mistakes and we are getting lessons. So uh, she came there for transformation, which was not for her easy. It was painful, but it was from point of view of her because she, uh, she had some other expectations. In the moment of engagement, transit Neptune was the exactly opposite of Megan's uh, Venus, 13 degrees of Virgo. Neptune was 13 degrees of Pisces. Opposition. Which in the, which in the start meaning that uh, she came with pink glasses. Rose-colored glasses, yes, right? Yes, and you know, it's something like she was not grounded well, especially because her natal Venus has Neptune, Venus square Neptune, and uh, her Mars as ruler of 10th house. I'm always speaking about that 10th house in the charts of, of famous people, because in 10th house, we are becoming something. We are yes. becoming something which public will see what we are yeah it's all out in the open yes so her 10th house is in our areas and areas ruler is mars and megan's mars is at 10 degrees of cancer in her 12th house that that is her problem that's not easy that, yes with that mars we should not act we should not fight for justice we should not uh try to be someone who is going to change something with that mars you should stay calm it's something like you are a soldier who are going to die because you are not thinking. 
And her Mars uh, through this positor Moon is going to Libra, and in Libra Mars is also weak. It's in, in exile. In, yeah. Which so, means yeah. which means that all uh, what she did recently in that interview, all what she said, it will not bring her back uh, good energy from Royal, especially because uh, Queen has Pluto over Megan's Mars. So probably uh, Queen will do something which will totally transform Megan's action and totally put her even much more in, into silence because her Mars is in 12th house. After the, whatever uh, this will be, we don't know. I expect more in May, that more, more will come from, from Megan and Harry, more, uh, more regarding they, they're going to say something new again in front of television or somewhere else. Do you have any particular dates about that? Is that going to be around a yes, clip season? Yes, yes, I have. I have uh, at the moment when Uranus sits at 11 degrees of, um, of Taurus, it is going to be just around their wedding anniversary, anniversary around oh. 19, degree, 19 May, 26 May, when we are having eclipse. So at the same time, we are having eclipse. And yeah. at the same time, at the same time, that eclipse at the end of May is hitting Harris axis. 11 and I predict their baby should come around end of May probably because we don't know when exactly they said in late uh, late spring which would be May end of May yeah. yeah so it could it could mean that, that this baby is going to be uh, to have eclipse in, in chart which is very powerful much more powerful than in artist chart who is who is very 12th house he has a lot of planets in 12th house and that's some kind of isolation and living across ocean and getting home in one moment i was even thinking maybe they will come to africa because they love so much africa you know but sure. having a lot of planets in baby uh, first baby chart in 12th house means that uh, this baby is not going to live where he was born you know something mm. uh, uh, something far away from from current roots uh, what what else is important? I would just want to emphasize that main spots which are repeating. Yes, and when when we when we took uh, the charts of future life, because I'm taking from that uh, when we have someone who is not alive anymore, we can check his twelfth harmonic chart. Twelfth harmonic chart is speaking about future life, and in future life, I found Saturn of. Um, King Edward at 11 degrees of Scorpio. So you see how there they are very, very, very linked over that 11 axis uh, of Scorpio and Taurus, which is axis of libertation, doing something radical, unexpected, something beyond Saturn, something beyond rules. And even when Boris Johnson became prime minister on, on last election in December 2019, I was predicting in one moment that he may uh, won't win because his progress moon was at 11 degrees of Scorpio because that degree is even uh, showing in the moment when Prince Andrew is stepping down and Prince Andrew mm -hmm. stepped down in the moment when Mercury turned direct from 11 degrees of Scorpio. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's then crazy. I'm I'm seeing uh, Prince Andrew's chart and finding that he's 11 degrees Leo rising. Oh, there it is again. And again, 11 and degrees, this, that this, magical this, 11 degree. Yes, and this year, uh, Hari has over 11, uh, Leo 11 Aquarius, his solar arc axis of first and seventh, which is totally 
how history is teaching and how only people within royals who are having something over 11 degrees of fixed signs are not fitting into system. They must mm -hmm. just be somehow picked up and, you know, uh, take their freedom. It's, it's just you have on the one side, you have people who are presenting Sun, Capricorn and Moon, Cancer, like William and Kate. Uh, Kate has the same sun as UK, Capricorn, and the same moon as UK, Cancer. Yes. And Prince, and Prince William, both were, bo uh, were born during eclipse time. Yeah. And William has sun and moon in, in, in Cancer. And their charts are not having 11 degrees of uh, Scorpio or Leo or Aquarius or Taurus. The same uh, is with Cam Camilla Parker. She's not having anything uh, around 11. Uh, fixed signs, Prince Charles also, but late Diana uh, get, uh, got engaged in the moment when, when in her chart something crossed over 11 degrees of Aquarius. I remember I wrote that. I think her progressed moon uh, in that moment when she got engaged for, for Prince uh, Charles was over 11 on fixed signs, which was also the sign that she will not make it to, to stay there or, or they will get divorced or they will both go, go out. But as Prince Charles didn't get uh, 11 in his wow. chart, he stayed within royals, she went. So it's interesting how you first have to understand the nature of that degrees and then you, then you can mm -hmm. uh, color all, all this story and understand much more better. So uh, I see May this year, you asked me that, as uh, very important for them. Babies coming, number one. And secondly, uh, they are going to shock again, uh, public with something. We will see what they will say or what, we, what they are going to do. But at the same time, uh, Neptune is doing first opposition in his life to Harry's son, Natal's son. And son all, always represents our awareness, how we are aware. Mm -hmm. and uh, it uh, always represents our father, the main figure father, right. in our life. So there are rumors in the UK how maybe Prince Charles is not the real father of, of, of Prince Harry, right? You right, that's been that. around for as long as yes. he's been alive. Yes, yes, you heard that also. And, and it, uh, this transit is going to happen over, an, over Harry's natal son several <laughs> times. I wrote down. Uh, he's going to have first on 26th of May at the same time when uh, eclipse is there. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, transit Mars is crossing over 19 degrees of Cancer then, which is the placement of Moon in UK. Mm. So I wonder, I wonder what that eclipse at five degrees of uh, Sagittarius is bringing to UK, but not something well. Why? Because Mars transit will be over Moon. I don't like it. Moon being the homeland. Yes, especially because next eclipse in early June, next eclipse in early June is happening exactly on Prince uh, Philip's birthday on yes. 10 June. Yes. And that eclipse for Prince uh, Philip is very hard, very tangible, uh, if we know his health state. Yeah. Because he, he Natalie has sun 19 degrees of uh, Gemini, where it's going to be eclipsed in square with his Saturn at 18 degrees of Virgo, which means that this eclipse is going to be very dramatical for his life. I don't want to say, you know what, 
but yes. well, but he's 99. Let's let's be he's real. 99, and everything everything is possible. And, <laughs> New beginning know, at 99. What do you think? And you know, you know that when first uh, first uh, immunization was started last year in, on 8th December, transit moon was exactly at 19 degrees of Virgo squaring his natal sun. So I uh -huh. think that uh, all this, uh, okay, he's old on one side. I, I accept and I admit that it's normally that he's getting sick and he has all that heart problems. But on the other way, uh, he got vaccine, right? <laughs> and then the same, and it's very involved, uh, that vaccine process is very, very involved with 19 degrees of mutable signs. So we are going to see generally with that eclipse what is going to happen regarding uh, immunization and this pandemic. But this eclipse is hitting royal. That's what I want to say primarily. And uh, if we step back on 6th February 1952, when Queen became Queen, Mm -hmm. it's, interesting, it's interesting that then um, secondary IC of queen MC axis was exactly over 19 Gemini, 19 Sagittarius, whereas eclipse is June. Wow, the progress Which means that this year she may step. She may step down. Down, yes. Why? Planet, or she steps down, or. Whatever. Yes, why? Because when she stepped down, uh, I, I, uh, I checked uh, progress sun, which is the symbol of Rome, right, of UK, was exactly at 10 degrees of Gemini, where this year Prince William has axis ICMC. Moreover, his progress moon, which is moving one degree per month, in May, June is coming over 10 degrees of Sagittarius, bringing that axis into wow. balance. So I can predict that this year, May, June, uh, very, cha very, center, uh, very um, challenging for Prince Philip's health for, for his life. Uh, at the same time, she may step down and William is getting much more power for, for himself. Like he's getting in charge all this. Uh, Do you, so he could, Prince Charles could be stepped yes, over? Prince Charles could be step over, and uh, even a famous UK astrologer uh, said, I don't remember his name now, my, my brain stopped for, for the moment. Okay. He said that baby Charles will give up from throne one day. So, uh, oh, uh, right, yeah, there was that astrologer that said that Charles a long Carter, time ago. Charles, I think Charles Carter said that, UK astrologer, he said, uh, Prince, uh, baby Prince Charles one day we'll, we'll give up. Right. He, didn't he make that prediction in the 1940s when Prince yes, Charles was born? Or yeah, I mean, we're talking that. 70 years ago he yes, said that. Yes. Yeah. Because Charles was born, let me tell you, he was born in 1940. 48. Like my mother, I think I know that's the same. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have November 48. Yes, uh, 40 yeah. November 1948, you see, and look, um, um, he was born on 14 of November, and this year on 19 of November, we have eclipsed at Algol, right. which, is, which, is is. Is hitting, which is hitting uh, Prince Charles' 
midpoint of Sun and Chiron uh, between 22 Scorpio, 22, 28 of Scorpio. And Sun is ruler of his first house. So very, very hard time for Charles too regarding his father and his dignity and his grace and his- And his power. Uh, yes, his power generally sees Leo rising. But I was checking, Charles does not have anything over 10 degrees of Gemini or 10 degrees of Sagittarius. We need, if you want to be queen or king of United Kingdom, England of Great Britain, you have to have something over 10 degrees of Gemini. Gemini. <laughs> so we, found, we found the degree because when she became queen, uh, progressed time of United Kingdom was there at 10 degrees of Gemini. Gemini where William's ICMC axis and progressed moon is going to be this year. So it's amazing how all is on, Willi on William's side, especially because last last June 21st for his birthday, he had eclipse in solar return. Yes. So you know that, you mentioned also. Also, his axis of nose is going over 13 degrees of uh, Cancer, 13 degrees of uh, uh, Capricorn, which means that it's a serious fixed star at 13 degrees of Cancer, the brightest star in the sky, which means the guardian of Europe, which is something that I'm taking in charge to watch over all of you. You know, it's very powerful. It's very powerful fixed star uh, linked with United States also because United mm -hmm. States ha have their uh, the sun. And that's why liter in literally sense, we can say that United States are watching over Europe, are the guardian of Europe. You know, it's, it's totally normally, not naturally. And um, uh, what, what else important regarding uh, William's chart? Yes. Uh, but you I know what? I, um, I noticed that on April April 12th, about April 12th, depending on the, your time zone, uh, Mars is going to, uh, that, that, that eclipse that happened in December at 23 Sagittarius, Mars is going to oppose at 23 Gemini um, on April 12th. And I'm thinking about, you know, and that many people, you know, involved with that again, you know, that the dissolution of the old, the old guard elite structures um, and or challenge to that. And then um, Prince William had the eclipse on his son, you know, last June and Mars is going to go at that zero degree cancer point on um, April 23rd. So we could be even we, even before May happens, we could it's like the volcano is starting to erupt. I don't know. Something very soon, but you know, usually people around the eclipses are dying and new newborn. I think that Prince Philip could die at the same moment Harry is getting his second child with eclipse. With yeah. Eclipse. Wow. It's a lot of it's, a lot going on. You know, people used to say here that. Uh, you know, when someone dies, so they say, okay, now you're getting, now you're getting to get your, your kid finally, because your grandfather died, something like that. You know, it's like energy is just shifting, you know, someone goes into underworld and new babies coming because in eighth house, we are getting the death and, and at the same time, new babies making. You're right. Uh, yes. Death, new life. So, yes, new life. And it's interesting. I was, I'm watching now William start again. He had that eclipse in June, and later he had uh, in December, late, uh, late November, 13 November, he had eclipse over his Mercury at a degree of Gemini. Right. And that Mercury is ruler of his seventh house, and seven is what we are presenting uh, in public. 
you know, and uh, it's uh, Archangel Mikhail, it's Aldebaran fixed star, it's the fixed star who is bringing balance between East and West. I think that William is going to uh, put much more attention on Eastern culture, on East, when mm. he, when he, when he uh, starts to be at the top of, of royals, because, you know, wow. he is the one, uh, like Archangel Mikhail, with that sword in head, in hand, who is bringing some justice, you know, he, he is going to cut on, on, on fair way. Mm. What was the name of that uh, fixed star again? The one with... uh, star is Aldebaran. 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 Okay. Which is one yeah. of the four royal fixed stars. Right. Know? The Archangel Michael fixed star. Right. Yes. And this is, this is the, the star, uh, other name of star is uh, the Watcher of East. The Watcher of the East, right. And usually, usually very connected with, with Russia uh, and uh, China. It's that, that two uh, civilizations, you know, mm, very, wow. very East, but moreover for, for Russia. And what, what else is interesting in his charts? It's interesting that um, he had um, he had eclipse in December, yes, like you said, around his Neptune at, he has Neptune at rising degree and 27 degrees of Sagittarius rising, which is galactic center. Again, a big sign that he's very big. He has big role uh, within his life uh, to do all this, uh, what, what the universe wants, it, he does. And look, on 19th of November this year, there will be eclipse over his Venus and Chiron uh, and Venus at Algo. His uh, grandmother became the queen when her progressed son was there. Is that right? So There's something very, very important, like, you know, uh, someone will give up from, from throne title because the other one is going to get the same title. That, that's the way with Algo. And what's interesting else we mm. can say, we can say that even in late December 2019, around Christmas, if you remember, we had eclipse at four degrees. Four degrees, yes. Opposite Prince William's uh, moon, right, uh, right. Which means that already, you know, that was the process when all was started. You know, yes. Meghan came. Meghan came in 2018 in the family, and then one year after they got kids, and uh, next year uh, in December for Christmas 2019, they they went to Canada to spend Christmas there, and after Canada, they announced that they they are going to step down from royals. Right. So, I think that the doors for, for Prince William all, already were opened from that moment. Sure. From the moment from, from Christmas 2019, you know, all was opened for, for him. Uh, his solar arc moon all this year, uh, Williams, is over 12 degrees of Leo, where his grandmother, Queen Elizabeth, has his moon, her moon. Wow. Isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting? And uh, of course, the queen is going to have very dramatic moments this year because Uranus is squaring her moon in May, June. Mm -hmm. Uranus Boy, the whole family is like May, June, oh, man. Whew, yes. Watch May, uh, June. Uh, at the same time, Saturn is doing opposition. And uh, as you know, queen, queen has that strong T-square between Saturn and Scorpio, Jupiter, Mars, 22 degrees in Aquarius, and Neptune, 22 degrees ne uh, Leo. Jupiter will turn direct from the same degree, which means, which means that uh, she's going to deal and to face with much more affairs 
regarding Megan and all, Harry and all these, because with that Jupiter, uh, there, there is going to be too much over her back, you know? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. like one problem she's going to solve and the other already, already comes, you know? So, so it's not easy here, a lot, a lot over her. So I think that she's going to be very tired and in one moment, uh, if Prince Philip uh, also leaves this world, right? She, she yeah. may be mood that you know she's very tired and she needs to to step down and to 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 give all this to William because I do, I don't see that Charles is involved into Tron. Wow, but that's Charles, amazing. Charles has uh, Aries also at the MC. He as king potential. Mars ruler is in um, twenty degrees twenty degrees of uh, Sagittarius. I agree that eclipse in June is going to hit. His Mars also. Wow. Mars. But his Mars has opposition with Uranus. I think she will, he will never be. He will never be the king with that Mars opposite Uranus. Like his mother yeah. knew, it, knew it that he, he would bring only chaos and mess. <laughs> yeah, it's, very, it's a very unsettling. Unstable, yes. He's unstable. Not and he's not having anything in Capricorn and Cancer to support support the the main energy of united kingdom you know even uh Prince, princess diana had sun and mercury at, in cancer at the top of mc of uk so even she had something which was fitting there otherwise she would not be there uh, right. megan uh, megan had has their mars and her mars uh, in cancer at the top of mc of uk means that she's going to make some harming there on the other way, Cam Camilla Parker has deliver or not. Three, oh, Camilla. Yeah, we haven't even yes. talked about Camilla. <laughs> yes, about her. She, I want to say why she won and why Diana uh, uh, didn't. Uh, I, uh, the point is that Prince Charles is not important. Camilla is important. Camilla has Moon, Venus, Mercury, Sun, four planets personal in Cancer. Uh. Do you understand? He, Charles, does not have anything in cancer. Do you understand why she came there? She came there to be that balance to, to Charles because he needs cancerian woman if, in order to, to be part of royals. Uh, I would say that Camilla has even much more royal within her genetic. Right. Something like karma, you know, she had to come there for, for, for something. Indeed, it's crazy how it's interesting, but it's on the other side, Camilla has now Saturn opposite natal Saturn. Her natal Saturn at nine degrees of Leo, opposite from transit Saturn, and Uranus squares her natal. It's very hard time for her, health, for her health, for her general mood, her Pluto at 12 degrees of Leo. I, I hope that they will all stay uh, in good well health. Shape. Well, that's only one degree from the 11 degrees. Yes, and you know, the, uh, they have a lot of ages all, you know, they're not young, even Camilla and, and Charles, but yeah, I, hope that it's not, I hope that it will stop only on, on Philip because we, maybe we all expect that Philip could die because he's the oldest, but you know, uh, look Camilla's uh, Saturn-Pluto conjunction, 9 Leo, 12 Leo, Uranus squaring, uh, Saturn opposite that it's very hard. It's not Health easy. Challenges. 
Yes, very, 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 very. So uh, that's, you know, if you want to understand how one woman who is not, was not pretty as Diana was, no. to his heart. I remember when I was studying astrology, I went on some workshops. I think that it was one United States astrologer. Now, now I forgot his name, but uh, he wanted to, to show us why Kamala and Charles and why not Diana and Charles, you know, and, and their, their synergy was much more stronger and amazing. Moreover, Camilla uh, had very strong link with UK Charles. That's yeah. why. It's the same like you are, for example, you are uh, so amazed with some country and when you open chart of that country and compare with your natal chart, you see, you, see. you, get, you get answers why, why, why you are going there and uh, something like something push, pushes you, you go there, go there. So that's why Camilla has her role, very important role there. You know, she, she was the one who maybe uh, keep them stable much more, you know, than Diana. Diana brought him not stability. Right. Even she was, even, even she was much more pretty. Diana had her role to, to bring on this world Prince William, the next king, definitely. I'm sure that Prince William uh, will be the next the next queen king, and something is going to happen already during this year because you know it's very that May June it's very you know in the air for, for big big changes. And uh, if we, if we take a look uh, a little bit on Kate chart, Kate chart, you can see that uh, axes of her lunar nodes and Queen's lunar nodes are the same but opposite. You know. Uh -huh. it's very also very karmic and uh, she has sun capricorn moon cancer the same like uk so, so it's very in the air that she could be she could be the next wife yeah. of next queen king right i think that she will not be king, queen then Right. Yeah, she would let, yeah. I mean, I don't know if she'll ever get rid of the Middleton name, but you keep calling her Kate Middleton. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay. I don't know what is the title, you know. Now yeah. she's... Uh, Duchess she's, of Cambridge. Yes, of Cambridge. So I don't know. Would she be queen, be, Kate? Or, um, I think that she will not be queen. She will be just... Catherine, Duchess of Cambridge. Like, uh, all these titles. It's all made up stuff. And, oh, <laughs> okay. A lot of work is going on, but the main point of all this is that look, for example, what I found that uh, Harry is going to have his lunar node uh, return. Nodal return for Harry. When's that? On 20 uh, of January 2022. So next, uh, next, next January. And it is going over 29 degrees of Scorpio, 29 degrees of Taurus, which is very powerful because uh, very hard degrees, 29 of Scorpio mm -hmm. is like you are stepping into death, into dark, not literal, but it's, it's really, really- uh, Invention. Yes. And uh, uh, there is at the same point, King Edward had his draconic MC. Draconic chart is charts of our past life memories. What we are carrying with our souls as memories. And you know, it's very, powerful to compare draconic charts of one person with natal charts of other person because then you can understand why two people are very involved 
uh, and why very, uh, when you see uh, great conjunctions between those two charts, uh, then you can get answer knowing the nature of that degree. What is all this about? Why, uh, why, why, why? It's interesting that you know, this year in October, if we progress Edward's chart, we get his secondary moon uh, during this October at 11 degrees of Scorpio. Wow. So that very, whole, very powerful. Gets, it, uh, yeah. Very powerful. People who have are deceased, their charts can still speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I was starting to, to say, but I didn't finish, I think, so that Neptune is going to hit Prince Harry's uh, sun third time. We, we mentioned his maybe possibility that Charles is not his father, right? Like they are, they used to, 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 to say us several times, British medias, right? But let's don't trust the medias. And so maybe that could, that could be revealed of like that somebody might say something or somehow uh, that would get revealed about regarding father uh, is going to be for him very unpleasant because maybe even regarding Charles, maybe Charles is going to, you know, disappoint him even much more. But uh, three times he has Neptune over his natal sun, uh, 26th of May, in the moment when he could get his second child, and in the moment when transit Mars is crossing over moon of United Kingdom, which, is, which could be a very carnal moment for UK generally, maybe Prince Philip uh, and all this. Then he has the same in August, in retrograde motion, Neptune right. is going to hit, to hit his sun again. It, it also could be that like, like he's waking up from his dream and he's seeing much more better who is Megan, for example. Yes, it could be that. Or it could also he, maybe health challenges too with Neptune opposition. It could be some, I, mean, married, I don't want to say that in front of anybody, but. You know, or, I would not say health. Do you know why? Because his prenatal eclipse was lunar one at 22 degrees of Sagittarius, squaring that sun. Oh, okay. Prenatal pre eclipse is something which we carry from our previous life as memory from the moment when we died. And right. in that moment, you, you, you don't know, you, we don't know now what was our last emotion, but there, there is some memory and there is some emotion from, from then. Definitely, he had something with United States because, as you remember, I linked United States with 22 Gemini, 22 Sagittarius. If he's Prenatal eclipse was at 22 degrees of uh, Sagittarius, squaring his natal sun. I think that in next one year, he's going to review his decision about living abroad. Maybe he's going to back home because Neptune across, you know, across the ocean, across uh, seas, uh, overseas. Uh, it is possible because the last time he's going to have in February 2022, again, Neptune over his sun, plus Uranus again at 11 degrees of Taurus in direct motion for the last time. There's that 11 degrees again. Yes, and we finish, finish uh, 2022 again with Neptune over 22 degrees. So it's very, very interesting for him. And moreover, his progress time this year is at the end of Libra, which means that uh, Harry is really in one transition moment of his life, you know, stepping, leaving Libra, uh, where, where his natal sun was for 30 last years, stepping into Scorpio, totally different 
different uh, land. And what I want else to say is to say, I want to say that he met and he started to date with Megan in the moment when Pluto exactly, exact where he is Venus at seven degrees of Libra, uh, which wow. means that it was really attraction. It was really strong, strong physical attraction with her because her natal Mars is squaring his natal Venus and her natal Mars, his natal Mars is squaring her natal Venus. So there is yeah. a lot between them, chemistry, strong chemistry and strong physical attraction. But they have totally different moons. He has moons, moon in, in Taurus and she has moon in Libra. Uh, I agree that Venus is ruling Venus both. rules both of them. Yeah, but uh, it's totally different, you know, uh, being Libra, Moon and being Moon Taurus. Moon Taurus, yeah. uh, one, one day, sooner or later, will back home. Must back home on his land. You know, Moon Taurus, it's, it's very traditional, you know. It's more traditional that Moon Libra is kind, polite, uh, being in balance with people, you know, being moon in Taurus is totally some, something different. So uh, he will have a lot of transits over that moon. First of all, Jupiter squaring his moon uh, now, then later uh, Saturn next year over his moon. And moon is ruler of his seventh house. Uranus will come there. So I'm wondering, you know, how this is going to to be and to finish, but th there is a lot that they, they, they may not stay together in time. And this is just some part of his journey. Uh, he must work that yeah. out. He must go. Issues and marriage, family and marriage. Yes, he must go through it because, you know, they are, it, he needs her because Chiron, her Chiron is at her natal, his natal moon. Mm -hmm. She came in order to heal him or to hurt him depends of the other things in their synastry uh, we can conclude what there is going to be and moon is mother i think that he thought that in her he could get healing of his the most painful pain which yeah. is that his mother but yeah. i think that that he, he won't get that from her because the rest of their synastry is not supportive. They have only uh, when all chemistry will go and it will go with that square, they won't not like anything else because they don't have they don't have some conjunctions very important which could keep that that marriage you know strongly. Uh, uh, her Mars squaring his Venus, his Mars. Her I see here only attraction. Her son, uh, her son in Leo, his son in in Virgo. Definitely different uh, different views. Different paths, yeah. Yes, and now when Saturn is coming, Uranus is coming over her son. Uh, it is going all to be, you know, clean. You know, Saturn is going to show the, the clear picture of all this situation, but not immediately. With Saturn, we are getting results. How time? Goals, yes, you know? over time, yeah. And, and look, this what is interesting this year on 4th of November, before that eclipse at Algol on 19th November, we have one new moon at 11, 12 degrees of Scorpio. Oh my God, that's crazy. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes, I- There it is again. <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest and the main conclusion of our talk tonight is that there, there is going to be a very busy year for royals, 
a lot of new shocks, a lot of new unexpected things which which are going to come <laughs> from Meghan and Prince Harry. Uh, babies coming, uh, Prince Philip health, uh, William could suddenly take in charge. Or... Wow, what a year, what a what year. Well, that's great. Thank you. That's that was really awesome, uh, and I appreciate all the hard work it took to delineate all that and um, you know unpack all that. I know it's a lot of research, but um, wow, that's great. So if if people want to contact you, you have an um, email address for yes, further yes. information. Yes, and you always you always ask me that. Yes, thank you. Yes, they can contact me through email, Smilena. Uh, uh, Got to spell that for people. Advantage <laughs> uh, at gmail.com. Uh, but they, they can visit my blog, uh, astrologsmiljanagavrančić, blogspot.com, and they can okay. find all information about me, or they can find me on Facebook. Facebook, okay. I have a Facebook page, Vesper Astrology, Astrology Smiljana Gavrančić. They can find me, they can, they can reach me. There is possibility they reach me, they book reading, we can talk. We can predict. Yeah. Just, you know, I, I usually with my with my clients, I usually always not usually I always uh, find the degree which is repeating, and then I said to them, follow transits over over yeah, that. Follow something is going to happen. It's very like for example, for my life, I discovered how axis fifteen Cancer fifteen Capricorn is was always activated when someone from my family died. Yeah, uh, interesting. Uh, first, my parents, and later my uncle died. You know, when Jupiter was transit over 15 Capricorn, the same degree was activated when my father died. But uh, it it would not happen then uh, if I don't have the Moon across at 15 degrees of Cancer. So that's why, that's why you know I'm sensitive to that because my natal position of Jupiter uh, lost something very well it's in it's 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 in, in virgo which is not a good sign uh, but it is at mc which is great for serving community doing all this you know i like to teach people mm -hmm. but through this positor my mercury uh, my mercury makes uh, the finger of god with the same moon Beyond. so that's that's why transit of jupiter over my moon it's very linked with my uh, with, with my family death death in my family and my mother died with Jupiter over my yeah, moon. Yeah. my father Jupiter across so I was wondering last year what is going to happen when Jupiter will come at 15 degrees of Capricorn because now I don't have father I don't have mother but it's interesting that that day my uncle my brother uh, brother of my mother not sibling but brother uh, died oh, so I said really it's really you know it's working really you know and when you find out that degrees you can so if you want to be the next the wife of next king of the united kingdom or of some prince you have to have something over 10 degrees of gemini 10 degrees uh, sagittarius and something around algol definitely algol is very prominent because you know probably yeah, through history, they literally cut. Hands. Yeah, Henry VIII. And, yeah, yes, probably because now in, we are living in some other other time. You know, it's just you are you are losing your title. Like Prince Andrew stepped down alone. And right. like, losing power, losing titles. Yeah. Uh, Prince Charles totally doesn't have 
I think that you see all that kids from from Philip and Elizabeth, they, 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 they were not born for being kings or queens. Right. Interesting. No, you uh, all, all made some problems, you know, how, how I can see. I mean, that, that, that is not a real problem, but for, for royals, there are rules. And you if you yeah. step out from that rule, so it's a big deal. So that's why mm -hmm. I think yeah. Megan just didn't fit there. She wanted to put there something which comes from ordinary world, but no way she could manage because it's just Capricorn sun and moon cancer. UK will always keep its tradition and its strict rules. And it's, with her Mars in cancer, she just is losing energy. She lost and she's going to lose a lot of energy fighting against them. Because you know, when you have Mars in cancer, you usually should not fight. It's not them. a, uh, it's not in its best, no, it's, it's No, no, it's not it's best. That, that's why I think she's, when I told you before this. It's help. <laughs> she's going to fall, she's going to fall even much more if she continue, uh, continues with this, she's going to, to, to cope with her own um, energy uh, because it's not good. You know, it's not good that she involves her, but on some other way, she needs that. Because Queen's South Node at her rising degree means that uh, this is going to change her a lot. She could pick up now some lessons where she made mistakes. She could do take a different tack with moving forward, you know, like just, yeah. Probably she, she could, uh, if, if she really wants her life, privacy and all, she, she could, if I am her astrologer, I should, I, I could advise her. <laughs> Yeah. that, uh, that uh, please, please don't fight don't fight just move on leave that story behind because you're not going to win Megan no she's not going to win because she does not have uh, tools in her chart for that you know they, they are much more powerful on the one way uh, on one side we can see UK with their rules and I understand them on the other as astrologer on the other side we see we see her chart and her her point of view for justice, but yeah, we, it's algal, it's algal, what I told you at the beginning, what is uh, justice for one side is not justice for other yeah, side. Yeah. That, that big star is very prominent in the uh, European Union chart. They had moon in 10 house, it's algal, and you can see that uh, they have their justice, you know, the, yeah, yeah. example, what they say, uh, it means that uh, it is the only justice in this world, which, which is not true for the other part, uh, the rest of the parts of the world. Yeah. So it's not, it's all about energies, you know, and finding balance. And I think that William is really going to transform kingdom on a nice way, but never stepping out from basic rules because he's Cancer, Sun, Moon, Kate is Cancer, Moon, Sun in Capricorn. Capricorn so they, they, they're just sitting there and they're going to serve there. Yeah. Uh, only, only new thing will be that Charles uh, is skipped, you know, and that someone very young is coming to be, but his grandmother was also young when she, she became. She was very young, yeah. Well, we but shall I, see. <laughs> yes, we shall see very soon. Thank you. But, you know, even even little axes of notes when Harry and Meghan um, 
say yes to each other, said yes to each other, uh, was over eight degrees of Aquarius, eight degrees of Leo, which means that, you know, square. yes, which means that now Saturn, Saturn, uh, Uranus, Uranus, so, yeah. so, stirring um, things up. Yes, exactly. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Um, so yeah, that's that's all for today, folks. And uh, so uh, tune in to the next edition of, <laughs> I tell you what, who needs to read gossip magazines? Just go to astrologers. You'll find out what's happening. We find out the truth and the challenges and it's, it's all there. You know, I always say the chart does not lie. But anyway, all right, well, we'll wrap this up and say uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can always leave your comments down below. We'd love to hear from you and uh, how you're doing with um, the transits of 2021, the Saturn Uranus Square, and also, you know, what your feelings are about this, um, all the changes that are ahead for this this, uh, has, who, which has been this bulwark of stability all these years, uh, the royal family and the I just remember one more thing. Out. One more yeah. thing, you know, if you can say, it's very interesting. We didn't uh, spoke on Oprah, but Oprah chart, I know also, she has sun at eight degrees of Aquarius, like me, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. And she has Saturn at eight degrees of Scorpio. So she made all this interview of having Saturn over her natal sun. And Natalie, she has challenging aspects between Sun and Saturn. I think that this interview is going to cost her, not literally money, but it is going to, but maybe even money, you never know what royals would make now with their lawyers. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, but it's going to cost her in time because Saturn is crossing over her natal Sun and she is having that Sun-Saturn square. She didn't choose the right moment to make this uh, interview public because it, it is going to, to hurt her in, in, in time. Oh, well, I hope that all works out for her. Oh, it's a lot, oh, on, a lot on everybody's plate. Saturn, Saturn comes as some kind of award or not award for, for our actions. And if you have Natalie uh, challenging aspect between Sun and Saturn, uh, when Saturn is doing transit over your natal Sun, you should not do anything you should sleep you should rest you should take it easy you, sh you are somehow slowed down then you know yeah yeah challenge for sure i you know it's, it's a lot of you well, know all degrees are involved uh and yeah, yeah. it's very interesting that she did that she did that interview in that moment okay all righty. Well, thank you so much. And um, we will be um, back uh, next week, I'm sure, with another edition of Star Sound Speaks. But in the meantime, um, we appreciate, thank you all for listening. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>